0: I. V. M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Dr., your Habit Coach. And today we have a very interesting guest with us. And our topic of discussion is going to be around self-belief and confidence. Now, this is something I know that is very, very important to us and as listeners, because I know many listeners have written in saying that, you know, how do I become more confident in life? You know, people keep telling me to do things, but I don't think I can do these things. They don't have the belief in themselves. And learning these habits of how do you create this belief is so important. And with us, we have Alex Weber, who specializes in this and has done some fantastic work. I was so excited to have him over and discuss this. And apart from being an American Ninja Warrior, and if you haven't seen that show, it is absolutely amazing. Someone who's into fitness and loves calisthenics, that is one... Uh, that is a gold standard for me, especially. So I'm so excited to have this conversation with you, Alex. Welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast.
1: Ashton, thank you so much. It's a, a, a real pleasure to be here. And uh, I'm such a fan of your work. And it's, uh, you mentioned American Ninja Warrior. That is a huge piece of my background, both professionally and as a human being and exploring who I want to be in this life. Uh, and confidence and self-belief are a massive part of it. So thrilled wow. to be here.
0: It's, it's such a nice way that it ties everything in, right? Because of the way that you have to appear for an American Ninja Warrior, train for it, and all of that comes together. Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get on this
1: journey? Yeah. So it's an interesting, um, this topic plays into my career a great deal because my career has followed what I believed I felt in me that was what I call a fire. Um, So I originally was at an Ivy League university, the University of Pennsylvania, and I was playing Division I lacrosse. And that was my dream up until that point. And doing that experience, my career was going to be going into finance. And then one night when I was a, a senior there, I just had a very honest moment with what I wanted to do with my moments on earth, which is a question that I think we should ask ourselves very often, and the more that we ask it, the less scary and intense it is, but the more friendly and encouraged and loving it is, what do you want to do with your moments on earth? And I asked that question. I answered it honestly, which is part two. It's not always easy to answer Absolutely. It honestly. Um, <laughs> and it was to, at that time, I didn't really know what it was. It wasn't this very well-articulated response. It was just something with with people, I wanted to perform, and these were two very foreign mm-hmm. concepts, especially coming from a Ivy League financial institution. But I listened to it, moved to Los Angeles, and uh, started doing entertainment. And uh, my you know brief bullet uh, resume is that I am an award-winning TV host, um, American Ninja Warrior, and uh, speaker. So I speak at companies and organizations, colleges, uh, schools on self-belief, wow. on overcoming challenges. Um, so, yes, this is uh, very dear to I, me.
0: I love the transition, right? From finance straight into uh, entertainment, right? And, and, getting, uh, and yeah. getting in front of people and talking. Such a dramatic shift. What is self-confidence? What is self-belief? Hmm.
1: I would say that it is a deep trust in yourself and that trust, that faith, is tested in the moments of uncertainty. So I think that if we're doing something that we've always done, or we know we can do great, that is definitely self-belief, and that is definitely self-confidence. But where I think self-belief is really needed, and it's not always there, is when we don't know how things are going to go. We don't know how the future's going to be. We don't know how that date's going to be. We don't know what we're going to do if we lose this Mm -hmm. deal those moments is really where self-belief is.
0: Fascinating. So like I was just thinking, I was picking up my cup of coffee, right? And I was saying that, all right, yeah. there's no self-belief in the fact that I can pick it up. I know I can pick it up. But if I could hmm. not have picked it up, if I was struggling with it, that's where you would say the self-belief comes in. So it's that trying moment when there is a self-belief. Did I understand that yeah. right?
1: Yeah, very well put. And I, I think that is where we either prove to ourselves that it exists or it does not hmm. exist. And I say the word prove because in my opinion, the voices, and I'm just going to umbrella these voices as our negative inner Hmm. voice, but that's the voice of fear. That's the voice of doubt. That's the voice of anxiety, stress, pressure. They're all in the same family. Hmm. And those voices, a huge awakening for me was realizing this is an opinion. This is an opinion. And oftentimes this opinion does not care about logic it does not care about factual evidence. It simply is very loud and very passionate, meaning it's concerned that I'm gonna struggle at something or that it's not gonna go well, and because of that concern, it's telling me don't do it or it's gonna go horribly. But it is just an opinion, and, and once we can start to look at factual evidence, and this is something that you know we'll go into because I know what, what's wonderful about you and your audience is you want actionable tips, To me, it's something that I call my confidence bank. Mm -hmm. And it's times where I can reflect back on when I was nervous, when I had doubts, when I was uncertain, but I still did my best. And I know Mm -hmm. that if, okay, if I did it, then I can do it now. And as we start to stack that bank, the voice of fear almost seems silly.
0: Hmm. Right. It is the more challenges that you put yourself through the easier it becomes to face something yeah. new, right? Because you now, you now know yeah. that, oh, I could deal with this. Or that wasn't that bad. And hence, the more challenges you yeah. put yourself through, the easier it becomes. Yeah. Love it, love it. So w- what is yeah. the stage in which people should go through this journey? You know, like um, a lot of people, like I was mentioning earlier, say that I don't have any self-confidence. You know, I don't feel like I'm going and talking to people in, in my college. Or I don't feel like meeting people in, in the office. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to manage a team. They have all these doubts, like you were saying, right? In your mind, yeah. those are aspects of self-confidence. How do they move from where they are right now to where they should be going?
1: Yeah, and this is uh, I, I'm so thankful and, and excited that we're talking about this. This is something that's very deep to me. Um, I have been given the feedback that I come off very confident, that I uh, have a lot of energy. All, all of these, uh, which I'm thankful for, you know, I have struggled with self-doubt and nerves my entire life. And I think that that's probably why I'm so passionate about helping other people with it. Um, So to answer your question, which is a wonderful question, if you have, before we even get into the doing, I believe that there exists, before we even get into the amusement park or the gymnasium to hone the craft or prove to ourselves there is a choice of, do I want to even venture on this? So that is what I would at first encourage someone is, can you, even without all of the factual proof just yet, can you choose to believe in yourself that this might be possible? Can you choose to believe in yourself that you might be able to strike up a friendship with a group that you're intimidated by? You might be able to manage this team. You might be able to lose 30 pounds or whatever it might be, reignite the romance in your, in your love. Um, can you choose to believe that that might be possible? Because then if you choose to believe that it might be, then you're in. And now the next piece is how long it takes and the ups and downs of that journey. And that's a variable, but it will happen. It will happen. I am a big believer that the most powerful force on earth is a person's want. And if you want to do something, you're going to yeah. do it. You're going to do it. Um, so another piece that I feel you know compelled to, and. Uh, So I'm sharing a a book. My first book is coming out this fall and it's, a lot of this is, is in it. And one thing that has really helped me, especially with American Ninja Warrior is something that I call the deep end effect, Mm -hmm. which is basically, I think that a trap is because we want to do something and because it's unknown or intimidating, we just kind of stay at a safe distance Mm -hmm. from it and kind of give it a hesitant attempt Because it's like, you know, this isn't going to go well. So let me just kind of like, let me just stay away. Let me try it once. And I won't really commit. I won't give my best to it. Let me just, because it's not going to go great. And the truth is that, of course, it's not going to go great. It's your first attempt. But all of that not going great Mm -hmm. is a constant. The only variable now is that you've still kept it very far Mm. from you. You've still made it imposing. It's still daunting. It's still over there. Versus. If you dive in the absolute heartbeat of it, meaning you want to strike up a friendship, go directly to the person, ask them if they want to mm. get coffee, just mm. go for it. And, and I, I don't mean to use a cliche there, but what will happen is even if it doesn't go great, you're in the middle mm. of it and there's no more, uh, there's no more mystery around mm. it and you'll actually learn, oh, okay, this is what I could have done better. If it's managing the team, you know what? I could have been more communicative. Mm. Okay, well now I know that versus this fog.
0: Beautiful. So the first step is belief, right? The fact that you can do that. Yeah. And in fact, there's, there's an aspect of this. If you can't visualize it, you can't see yourself doing it. How do you actually make that step to do it? Right? Like there's some people saying that this is impossible for me. I'm like, okay, so visualize it can't happen. Fake it. Should they fake that image in their mind? Should they think about it in a different way? How should they start with the belief aspect?
1: My, my, I, well, I go to this part mm. of it, um, two things. <laughs> One is, and this is very human and something that I am actively working on mm. too, if there is a hard stop mm. of not even allowing ourselves to possibly believe mm. it, then it's even a little bit of a layer deeper. Right. And I would encourage someone to explore deserving and worthiness and enoughness and self-love mm. Because if we're hard stopping and saying, nope, no Mm -hmm. way, there's something else Mm -hmm. there. And I've experienced moments of that. So I would just encourage someone to first ask the question, why is this such a hard stop and try to get pretty specific? Because if it's simply a skill, everything is learnable, everything, Mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, (laughs) you know, if it's simply that you don't have the skill or the opportunity or things like that, those are details. We'll figure that out. Um, but I would explore someone to, to ask a little bit of a deeper, you know, uh, of why. And, and then the next, you know, tangible one is something that I call the action belief mm-hmm. cycle. Meaning you don't always have to have the self-belief. In fact, there's been so many times in my life where I have not had it. Or especially with, and this is something that I do love about sports, and American Ninja Warrior is very intense. Yeah. So it makes, it just makes truths more mm-hmm. clear. That's what I tell people because of the intensity of it, it just raises everything. And and there's just Mm -hmm. some truths. So I've had a lot of moments where I'm human and let's say my diet hasn't been great or my training hasn't been as great or, you know, and and we'll go into this, this later, but I was coming off Mm -hmm. of an injury. And so, um, my belief, my self-belief was Mm -hmm. very low. So what I did there's an action belief cycle, meaning that actions will push up our belief and our belief will push up our actions. So if at one time you don't have one of the commodities, meaning my self-belief is very low, if your self-belief is very low, that's fine. Simply focus on the actions and in doing the action, trying to just be unemotional, just do the actions. You'll start to gain a little self-belief simply by the growth of okay. doing the actions. Um, so that's what I would encourage someone to do. This
0: is absolutely brilliant because we don't get into that belief thing because we've never tried it. Right. For example, i had never made a video for YouTube ever. I've never been in front of the camera. So I always was shy, never thought about it. So the first time I said, I was like, what's the worst that can happen? Right. I'll fumble. I'll make lots of mistakes. Let's just try. Right. For the first six months, let's just (laughs) try. Let's see what happens. Right? And this whole concept of let's see what happens, let's try, starts the belief cycle going, right? Because your action's taking place. And then you realize, not so bad, belief increases. Not so bad, belief increases, right? Yes. And your skill improves yes. as a result. So from that, yes. from what you were saying, and the second part, which is that tentative step, when you're trying to just see whether the deep end is, is actually deep, mm-hmm. are you going to give it your all or not? You're, you're learning the skills yes. to take that plunge. And I think that's a beautiful way of thinking about it. You know, what is that plunge that you need to take? Because you're going to figure it out once you jump in, right? That, that's why all yeah. kids are pushed inside the pool by the, by the <laughs> swim coaches at one point of time. Yeah,
1: yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. And, yeah, and I love something that you said, which is so wonderful, was also you said, let's see what happens. And in that, there was almost a gift of exploration of it does not, you know, it, there wasn't, Ashton, you need to hit this amount of, you know, it was a, Hey, let's, let's give this yeah. a go. Let's see what might happen. And that's kind of a fun approach.
0: Right. And, and gamify yeah. it a little bit. In fact, just like have a little fun, yeah. see, challenge yourself a little bit. Oh, can I do it this way? What are the aspects of fun that I can yeah. bring into that? Such an important thing. I love that. Lovely. So jumping in and, and I'm writing a book as well. So I just finished my first edit. Mm. And I know exactly what you mean, because this is the first time I'm writing one. So it was just like, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's what happens? Yeah. throw yourself into it. Yeah. Love it. All right. Yeah. So now you can see confidence slowly, slowly coming up, right? Do you, mm-hmm. do you take this confidence and move it to different aspects of life? Is it just self-confidence as an umbrella or is it self-confidence in this and not in this aspect of life? How does
1: it work? Wow. Such a, such a great question. I don't believe that there's any barriers or walls in, in in life, and you know, when I was really doing entertainment as my number one focus and priority, I was also doing stand-up comedy, and I was also coaching a very prestigious uh, high school in Los Angeles, arguably the top private school there. And what I would say to myself is, I'm just changing shirts. Meaning I'm Alex, but I'm, okay, I'm at this high school and I have a polo on with their impressive crest and I'm the head coach of their lacrosse program. And then I'm changing my shirt and I'm going on stage and I'm doing stand-up comedy, but I'm the same Alex. And so I think that that happens a lot in our lives. Our, our role changes where our work selves, where our relationship we where our friend self, but we're just changing shirts. We're the same person. And and I actually think that that is an exciting thing because what it means is that we don't necessarily need to look at every part of life and be like, I want to be better across everything. Yes, but that's a lot. We could simply say, I want to be a better friend. And in knowing that we're being a better friend, that version of ourselves is going to show up as a better partner in our relationship, as a better coworker, as a better person with ourselves. And I think it makes it a little less daunting and a little more
0: doable. Absolutely. And what I loved about your answer was that your sense of self stays the same or your self stays the same, Mm. right? You're playing different roles. You're wearing different shirts, right? So, so, so the way that you interact with the world changes, but your essence stays the same and it is that essence that you're talking about as the self and being comfortable with it, allowing it to be challenged by situations and allowing yourself to grow through those situations. Did I get that right? Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right? Beautiful. Which was your most challenging shirt to wear out of all of these?
1: <laughs> um, gosh, probably the shirt that was just too tight. Sometimes I go through some weird fashion moments. Um, <laughs> the most challenging shirt was, um, oh, I would say three come to okay. mind. It's, but it's just been this, it was just the chapter of mm. life that depended. You know, one was stand up comedy mm. simply because it is a very difficult, I don't want to say it's a very difficult, it's a daunting skill mm. and craft to do. And it's one that's ever changing, meaning um, you, it's a very alive art mm-hmm. form. It's a relationship with you and the audience more so than I would say any other craft. Um, in that there is a give response and it's funny that you can perform the same input. You can do the same joke and the response can be very different night to night Night. just because of variables. Um, so I would say that shirt was one and also American Ninja warrior. And, you know, there's a longer story Mm -hmm. here, but it really has to do with self identity Mm -hmm. And that's something in the last, you know, and I, uh, part of my work also is in sports psychology and high achieving psychology and the power of what we see ourselves as meaning self-identity mm-hmm. is massive because whoever we believe that we are, we are going to be that idea in okay. everything. So it, it's, it's really, um, I had, it's really only come these last years where I, realize the impact of that, uh, how much it is. So for American Ninja Warrior, my job had started, I was originally hired by NBC to be a host. Mm -hmm. And this was when I was, entertainment was my main, this is what I want to do is entertainment and stand up comedy. And so I was hired to be the host. I was like, this is, Yeah. yeah, okay, this 100%. Yeah, let's go. And I was doing it. It was amazing. Part of my job with American Ninja Warrior was not only to be a host who Interviewed people, talked about things. It was also to attempt the most difficult new obstacles. Oh, wow! And I'd probably, yeah, it was. Uh, it was something, mm. and you know, the idea was that I would try them and kind of comedically mm. fail. So I failed on all these obstacles for two years. One interesting thing happened, though, in the second season of the show the producers, the bosses who are amazing at NBC were like, what if you started to become good at this? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, this sport that Olympic gymnasts are struggling at. Okay. Okay. Um, but what ended up happening was I had failed on so many that I had this belief in myself that I would always fail mm-hmm. on these obstacles. So what was, I, you know, I, I talk a lot about this is the most difficult challenge was not an external one. It was overcoming this belief that I always fail mm. is a lie and really proving that truth to myself. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because
0: you get, into the, you get into the habit of failing at it, right? Because it was meant, you were meant yeah, to yeah. fail at it. And yeah, that, was, right. that was your job. And suddenly now you had to yeah. win and that, and, and that was a twist in the tale, right? It was like, Yes. He's going to fail. Oh my God, he did it? How? Right? <laughs> I love that. So, so it, it is a mental wiring shift that has to take place in that, no, mm. I'm not going to fall into the water. I'm actually getting, going to get across to the yeah. other side. What was the, yeah. what was the feeling that, uh, that you had the first time you completed an obstacle successfully?
1: Such uh, almost uh, relief, excitement, but a deep It was like, it was a soulful, um, why I love American Ninja Warrior is because it has proven to me that I truly can do anything. And I believe that you can do anything. The variable is, are we willing to go through the, all Mm. of the, uh, that stands between us and whatever we want to do. But what American Ninja Warrior showed me is that is simply a choice. And if we decide I want to get through this jungle. I want to get through this thicket, this mud, This I want to bring my machete and whack through this and get muddy and get dirty, and I want to get to the other end. You good. will do it, 100%. But a lot of people start to go, and the jungle either looks too ferocious, or we get dirty, or other people are starting to judge us or make fun of us, so we just kind of put the machete down and we back away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the first time I got through one... Uh, such deep it, – it, it. I want to articulate this. It felt like I was honoring – without being too um, grand, it felt like I was honoring my soul, mm. meaning I chose to believe in myself. Mm. And that's why I really – that no matter what happens, to continually choose to believe in yourself because what it is doing is at the end of this – at the end of this life, whatever we think about this form and this life, you will have honored yourself. You will have not quit on okay. yourself. And I have quit on myself in moments of my life. In college across, I quit on myself. And I, I say this word gnawing. Gnawing is one of my favorite mm-hmm. words because the pain that I mm-hmm. felt with that was not one time it was this, relentless just chewing at my heart and my soul that reminded me you gave up on us that is worse than any failure could mm. ever do so i implore anyone listening in those moments choose to believe in yourself no matter what happens after that
0: beautiful beautiful put in your all make sure that you believe in those moments that it can happen in you and, and you can mm. do it you know, in fact, that comes to the, the next question that I had in my mind was, how do you give your 100% to something? You know, American Ninja Warrior teaches you that because if you don't give your 100%, you're not going to make it, right? How do you give your 100%? Yeah. How, how do you turn that switch to do
1: that? Oh, such a good question. And, you know, I will say that it's continually been an education because my, um, my go-to mm. was, all right, No matter where I'm at, if my diet's been a little off, if my training's been a little off, if I'm coming back from an injury, if my self-belief is low, whatever it might be, simply show up, which is going into the deep end. Show up. Don't keep it at a distance. There was a year where I trained on my own, even though I didn't know what this sport was. And that was just fear, if I look back at it, because of how uh, imposing it was to go to the gyms beginning. I mean, these are – the Ninja Warrior gyms are – Part parkour, gymnastics, jungle gym, they're, the community is amazing, but they're intimidating. Yeah. Um, so my, my first, what really uh, was this deep mm. end effect was diving in the deep end. Okay, this is a place where this craft mm. occurs. Same thing with stand-up mm. comedy. I just showed up to comedy clubs. I just showed up to comedy shows. Regardless of what happened, I was just like, okay, I know that if I'm in this, I'll start to figure it out a little bit. Okay. What then ended up happening with American Ninja Warrior is the physical piece Mm -hmm. I was doing all out. Mm -hmm. Great. Mm -hmm. I'm showing up and I'm giving my all. But then I started to hit a plateau because of two things. One was self-belief. So that was, I needed to really foster in myself that I could get to that next level. And the other one, and this is one that I only realized leading up to this season, literally weeks before, Mm -hmm. was I went to a... um, kind of a preliminary competition, kind of like an underground competition that the athletes put on before going to the big right. competition, uh, like a yeah. tune-up. And wow. I did fine, but I talked with one of the really, you know, top Ninja Warriors, and he was like, how much are you strategizing? Hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? You just kind of go for it. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, the, the amount of how specific the top athletes were visualizing hmm. and strategizing, I twist here, I put my hand here, I breathe here, I move here. I was wow. blown away, and I'm incredibly thankful, Adam Rail, if you listen to this, hmm. thank you for the coaching, Megan Martin, Kevin Carbone, because when they said that, heading into the competition, I was I got to this place, and this I, I do feel is really important. I got to this place that I call, it's going to be great, Mm. which is I have a rough idea Mm. of how this meeting will go, of how this date will go, of how this Mm -hmm. project will go. Mm. It's going to be great. And I'll figure Mm. it out on the fly. That's about 75%. And I felt that. And then I remembered that lesson and I was like, no, it's no, Mm. map it out. And I did do exactly Mm. what they said, mapping out exactly hand goes here, this goes here. And it was surreal Mm. and very fun to then go on the course and do that strategic map out and it go well. So um, that was a really big lesson that I am encouraging myself to take into life. I love it.
0: So there's visualization, there is planning, and then there is strategizing, right? You can visualize it, you can plan, you can train for it, but then the little strategy at the end is like the cherry on the cake. Ties everything together. Yeah. Beautiful, lovely. I love this journey of yours through understanding self-confidence. You know the way that you saying that you first have to believe in it. You have to learn how to get the actions in. You have to put in the work. Realize that you need to jump into the deep end, or it's you're not going to get there because you're just going to fail, and then you're going to be like, Yeah, of course I'm going to fail at this. So committing 100% makes such a difference in the way that you actually show up and create that confidence. And ultimately, like you were saying it is these hard moments that meet you and it is these hard moments that will create your confidence. So don't shy away from them, throw yourself into them, do them as, as much as you can. Love it, Alex. Thank you so much for coming and discussing this with us. How can people connect with you? How can people learn more about this?
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. And and it's, uh, I want to also just say, I, I, your insights are so, um, you nail it. And I uh, have such a wonderful gift of taking my passionate rambles And then articulating them so so, so well So thank you And uh, my name is Alex Weber It's 1B and Weber And I'm Alex Weber on all of the platforms um, And please do reach out I would love to That is where I got a lot of fulfillment So if this has meant anything to you I'd love to hear, answer questions And uh, yeah. yeah,
0: please reach out to Alex Ask him about self-confidence And, and what <laughs> yeah. you can do about it Love it Thank you so much, Alex, for coming on The Habit Coach Podcast. Thank you. So start these habits and share with us your progress using the hashtag TheHabitCoach. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or IVMPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashdin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called AWESOME180. That's awesome180.